Wait, give me give me a three two one here. Well, three two one. Welcome back to the TagCast. It is a brand new year, a brand new decade, and we're going to have some fun this year. I officially dubbed this Season 2. And, you know, I'm Fenrir765, or you can call me Fen or Fenrir, or, you know, that random guy down the street if you want. I'm blessed to be able to talk about video games with my co-host, Hoptimus. What's up? And tonight we also have Anthem joining us. New uh, new decade, new season. I'm ready. Yeah. All right. You know, you know, I have to give a shout out to Melified. He's on a little bit of a walkabout, and when uh, you know he's f- found his way in the world, and he's coming back to join us, he'll come on in, and we'll keep going. But you know, Melified, we're here for you, and we'll keep the mic warm and the seat hot. Wait, Whoa. that's not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, how's everybody doing? How's ever, how's the year been treating you so far? Uh, it's been a good year. We've, uh, starting like kind of the end of last year, my wife and I started going to the gym a lot more and, uh, my, uh, my bosses don't want to go into the office as much. So I've been working from home a lot more, which makes it easier to game and easier to go to the gym. So it's been going pretty good. Man, look at you being healthy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. I was say, having a kid kind of stopped me from going for the gym all the time, which, oh, you know, I'll get back there one day. <laughs> I just need somebody like Optimus to, you know, bust my ass and keep me <laughs> going all the time. Beat it into you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so far, <laughs> I mean, the end of last year, I decided to uh, jump into switch gears martial arts wise. And I'd been doing um, stand up knockdown fighting for 12 years and I'm switched up to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu so it's a whole new different game because you're on the ground a lot and you're basically trying to choke and or break each other's arms and legs so it's, it's totally different and I'm having fun so uh, that's that's cool and uh, I work at a gym so I train just about every day in some form uh, you have uh, a, a whole host of new ways to motivate your uh <laughs> your clients no 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 to, it's more, uh, more like new ways to, keep to back. more like new ways to entertain my kids <laughs> I was gonna say what was that movie you were telling us about the other night which one the cross collar choke there it is yeah yeah no Ooh. yeah that doesn't feel good <laughs> that's why I sound a little raspy actually <clears throat> well you know, I'm glad that you guys are doing well, and with 2020 being the new year and everything going on, you know, we've already had a lot of news happen since we last recorded at the beginning of December, uh, mainly some really big things that came out that we didn't really expect, but uh, Hop, why don't you run us through some of the news stories and let us know what's been going on. Um some of the major news, Sony skipping E3 again, um, 2020. They did this last year. They're going to participate in multiple smaller shows all across the country. That's not really, I, I think people expect that to happen. Uh, Microsoft is jumping on that, and they're going to have a huge showcase at E3. I think similar to what they did last year. Um, Phil Spencer says that Team Xbox is going to be there to impress. Um, so <clears throat> it should be pretty interesting. 
Um, and of course, Nintendo hasn't participated in forever, so I'm sure they're just going to do their own thing. Uh, other news, the Final Fantasy VII Remake is delayed, and so is the new Avengers game from Square Enix. Those have both been delayed to polish them up. Um, we did get some more news on the Xbox Series X, the follow-up to the current Xbox One. Um, Custom-designed CPU from AMD using a Zen 2 and Navi. Twice as powerful as the Xbox One X, theoretically. Capable of running games at 120 hertz, uh, potentially 8K, probably not. I'm thinking most games will probably be 4K 60. Uh, uh, ray tracing, uh, solid state drive built in, backwards compatible with most, they didn't say all, but with almost all Xbox One games and accessories. I'm sure there'll be a few that fall through the cracks. Um, and it's still going to have a 4K UHD drive, which is nice. Um, yeah, so those are kind of like the big news stories right now. There's probably a few others, but I say we kick off the year with that stuff and then get rolling. Um, I'm sorry, you did forget the PS5 yeah, the new logo. That's like the biggest news. Oh, <clears throat> but doesn't it look just like the old logo? <laughs> What was it like? Uh, Consumer Inter- Electronics Show is when they unveiled it, and it just—I mean, it's right. It's the same. The moment. internet was—I ro- was just—they were getting roasted so much. It was so funny. So many people like making gifts, like, yeah, creating the new PS5 logo and having the PS4 and backspacing, making a five. <laughs> <laughs> it's killing me. Oh my god, it was so funny. <laughs> but I mean, hey. They're 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 trying their best. They're they're gonna make something special out of this. I think, um, you know, they're gonna break barriers with their logos and all sorts of stuff every year, aren't they? I saw it. There was like somebody who posted a fake headline that was it's like Microsoft reveals PS6 logo, and it it was oh like, yeah 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 that one was great. <laughs> Oh my god. I could yeah, I could laugh at that for an hour probably. What is it they said? The internet remains undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> um well yeah, thanks off for going through that. I mean there's some interesting things. I mean the biggest thing obviously is the Series X getting announced and not only just announced, but they showed us what it ultimately will look like in its form factor and that's yeah kind of a a 90 percent mock-up that may not be the final version but i'm sure it's going to look somewhat close to that and um if you check out digital foundry he kind of breaks down why that form factor is the case and he has a theory it's because of how they're clocking the cpu that it's going to need so much cooling that most of that form factor is to allow for the unit to not get hot interesting so that makes a lot of sense he's like if you because he's like um he talked about how he was correct on how the xbox one x was going to work so he used the same math to calculate the amount of airflow they would need with the space i don't know these guys are geeks you know what i mean (laughs) and he figured out that's why the form factor is the way it is i was like holy crap so and I'm sure the PS5 is probably going to have some kind of crazy cooling system, too, because I think we were talking earlier, Finn, the two systems are going to be really close. There'll probably be one minute difference in something, I'm sure, that people will argue about for no good reason. <laughs> um, play what you like. Like what you play. Have fun. Don't shit on people's pizza. Yep. <clears throat> Hopefully, I mean, crossplay opens up a lot more. Right, it's really awesome that, New that generation, Call of Duty's so. doing that, Fortnite's doing that. Yeah, more yeah. games need to do that. Uh, speaking of games, we got some game releases. I'm just going to highlight um, 
the one I'm excited about. It they got pushed back. It was supposed to come out in the fall, but now we got a real date. The trailer dropped today, and that's for Doom Eternal. Drops March 20th, 2020. Um, if you pre-order, you get a copy of the Doom 64 remake. Um, the trailer looks really awesome. I really enjoyed the last Doom. Um, I'm also going to plug the most recent Bethesda Doom ports. They got shat on when they came out for good reason, but they've patched them now to run at 60 frames, full 4K support with 16.9, and they run like hot butter. And you can level select, and you can load classic Doom wads on them, so they're pretty epic and definitely worth $5. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, but there's some other games coming out. Um, Fen, do you want to go over our January game releases that you're so excited about? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, nothing was just... uh, What was the thing I said that one time that you guys all uh, blowing uh, smoke up my skirt? Um, Uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that's doing that for me. Um, Yeah, it's a pretty slim pickings of smoke, for sure. You got Dragon Ball Z... I'm not even... Kakarot? Kakarot, yeah. Okay. That's Goku's... Uh, uh, that's Goku's uh, Saiyan. Yeah, his birth name. Or okay. Not or not Earth name, yeah. Sorry. Uh Kingdom Hearts three, uh Remind DLC, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition, Journey to the Savage Planet, Pillars of Eternity to Deadfire. There's gonna Journey. be some people excited about Pillars of Eternity to Deadfire, probably. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Like I, I've actually games. toyed since it dropped Pillars of Eternity two is dropping on Game Pass. I've toyed with picking it up to play it, but I don't know. We'll see. Time is hard. Um, Journey to the Savage Planet and Odd World Strangers Wrath HD. Those are all coming out by the end of the month. Uh, and just uh, feel free to check them out. Look what system they're coming out on and go from there. We got, um, we got some pretty cool games coming out like uh, April, March. We oh, got yeah. Like, uh, it's, yeah, it's kind of a ways off. But Dying Light 2 and then Cyberpunk are like the really big ones. So. Ori Definitely, I'm totally fine, and yeah, Ori too. So totally fine with having some slim pickings, uh, letting me finish up everything I want to play until then. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the head. You got some huge games coming out. You know, Dying Light is one I'm looking forward to. Uh, CD Projekt Red with their Cyberpunk, I'm also looking forward to. But I just don't know if I will have the time to play that game. So I, I just read. Or listen to the audiobook for uh, "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep?" Like a couple days ago, for the first uh, time ever. Hi, welcome to. Yeah, that's really. It's like even better than the movie, and the movie was really, really good. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, so uh, let's let's save that for another discussion. But okay. um, I like that book, but I think the movie is better in a lot of ways interesting yeah i gotta watch the. it made me really want to watch the movie again when you watch the movie again you're gonna go oh because don't get me wrong the book is awesome but the movie does things so much better than that book did and i love the book and i am so thankful that philip k dick wrote the book that inspired the movie but i feel like when they took that book and converted into movie they took the best elements and then explored them and added more and made it that world so much more livable like the book i mean dude if you read more philip k dick books the guy did a lot of drugs <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I've, I've read a couple definitely. he's he's yeah i he's a good I, like he's a really good science fiction writer but i prefer like uh i, I, th- I think Heinlein was better um he's a science books. i'm on lsd writer sure <laughs> i mean so it's his inspiration and his ideas are phenomenal and so, and and my favorite book of his is man in the high castle which the the newer amazon prime show 
um, is inspired by. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, definitely he's not. Um, his narratives are kind of loose, and sometimes like characters change rapidly because of how much drugs he's on when he was writing them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the world that 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 book and the movie are set in is very is not very, but it's similar to cyberpunk, and it's got me very excited for that. Right. Movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Cyberpunk definitely you, draws wearing, a lot. It's wearing its say. Blade Runner on its sleeve. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Straight yeah. up Blade Runner, Shadowrun, Bubblegum Crisis. It's got all that yeah. on its sleeve. Terminator. Yeah. I'm, I'm even thinking about replaying the uh, the Deus Ex games uh, in preparation because those are <sighs> in that same genre. Yes. But speaking of playing and buying games and supporting tag how do we support tag finn well you go to our amazon affiliate link of course uh and how do we get there well you can do it a couple uh several different ways you can just hop into any discord channel and post an amazon link to a product you want to buy and we have a bot that does a beautiful job of taking that link chewing it up and spitting it back out into a link that you can click which gives a kickback to tag and that's the that's on our Discord server, right? The yes, adultgamer.com Discord. The adult Discord. Discord server, yes. Come on in and do that. And um I believe at the bottom of our website you can also find those links to the Amazon affiliate page where you can purchase items. It doesn't cost you any money, it doesn't raise your price, it just you gives a small percentage even back. Pre order Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven through our Amazon affiliate link. That's that not is a half true. bad idea. There yeah. you go. You can I do a lot of that. I try to buy my Xbox points through there. <laughs> well, I mean, there is some stipulations. Not everything we get money back for, which, unfortunately. But there are a lot of things we do. I think, like, Amazon Pantry and stuff like that, we definitely don't get money for. But, right. anyways, <clears throat> use the affiliate link. Give us a kickback. It helps pay for a lot of different things that Tag has going on. You could also go online and buy a T-shirt. We have plenty of T-shirts that are available, including the new Sith line. So <laughs> feel free to uh, wear your... You can thank Duke for the Sith line of T-shirts, yes. by the way. <laughs> yes, and you can have a shirt that just says, okay. <laughs> and you can walk around and everybody wonder what you're actually wearing. And then explain, hey, go to the adultgamer.com and tell them it's not for adult, adult, air quotes, video games. Anyways, give us money. <laughs> um, so community question time, my mailbag. I have received some uh, questions for you guys. Uh, you mentioned Duke a few moments ago, Op, and he actually sent us a question. And, oh, you know it, it's wonderful. Yeah, you know, it's a decent question. It's uh, there is no coffee left in the world. What would you drink, eat, or do to wake up in the morning? Um. Exactly what I do every morning. Oh, you're not a coffee drinker? Drink drink some tea and... Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'd have to go to the next best thing. I'd probably have to drink tea. I, I but, love my coffee, though. I love my coffee. <laughs> if there is no tea, I don't know. Hey, uh, the, he said there was no... Nothing that didn't say anything about no caffeine. It just said no <laughs> I just tried to change it a little to apply to myself because I... I'm uh, not a coffee guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think the the caffeine is the key part in that. So if we took caffeine out of the equation, whoa, and said, whoa, there's whoa, no caffeine whoa. in the world. What would you do? Drugs. Uh, beat people up. 
<laughs> your punch in the face list would exponentially grow. You can. Is there still chocolate? <laughs> introduce yourself to Philip K. Dick Part Two because uh, whoa, because you've gone peyote and shrooms. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> yeah, wow, Duke. Why do you gotta? Why do you gotta get the low blow in there? That's rough, man. Yeah, no I coffee. Mean, I would probably just try to get better sleep and, um, you know, maybe stab myself in the foot with something sharp. That'll wake you up real quick. I mean, if Play I could survive games. the initial like three days of a straight headache, then right, I'd be fine. Right, I know we're being a bunch of babies. Right. I mean, yeah. that's going to be the hardest part. Right. So, um, yeah. No, I honestly, I think it would probably have to be. I don't know. I think I'd have to do something like exercise in the morning. Oh God. It's good for you. I I do it all the time. You'll be all right. (laughs) Well, you got to get those natural chemicals flowing in your brain, you know, at that point. So, all right. Well, Duke, thank you for your masochistic question. Uh, And we will look forward to the next one. I got a couple more lined up. Uh, Professor Pluto just to tease it for the next episode is asked us another zombie related question. So Uh-oh. I look forward to bringing that up. Um, it's been a while since we last recorded. So we've all played a lot of different games over the last month, but uh, what's been tickling your fancy lately, Anthem? Um, I know we're not going to talk about it, but uh, I've been playing my game of the decade for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> But uh, I was really, really bored. Nice way to sneak that in there, bro. Nice way to sneak (laughs) that in there. And uh, I was like, I don't feel like playing Battlefront 2, which I like a lot. And I don't feel like playing Halo, which I like a lot. So I went back on Skyrim. I started a new character. And I've been totally addicted. I have played a little bit of Apex Legends lately. Um, I played a little bit of Halo Reach on MCC and a little bit of Battlefront 2 last night. But... For some reason, I've been addicted to Skyrim again the last couple yeah, days. Man. That game stole like a year of my life easily. That's, it's, it's dangerous. And not in a year. Like, it stole a year of my life in like yeah. six months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really worried that it's going to happen again. It's unfortunate that, well, it's not unfortunate, but I, every, anytime anybody mentions the game Skyrim, I get the whole like chanting going in my head from the menu system. Oh, yeah, system. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like immediately. Just... I thought you were going to say it's unfortunate that I've never played that game. and I was. Oh, jeez. No, I played the hell out of it when it first came out on the 360. Jump out a window or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I, I, I got the 360 Game of the Year edition that came with all the DLC. It was right around when my son was first born. And since oh I was God. home a lot all the time, I, was, that's, I played. And it was single player. Um, it was the timing was perfect. I had a really young baby, and no, I couldn't like get online that much, so I just played a lot of Skyrim. <laughs> I'm surprised he's still alive, to be honest. Ah, ah. come on! <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of Skyrim with me holding him while we played. <laughs> That's a great game. I mean, I'm glad that is your game of decade. I could get behind that. I love like. Uh... I love fantasy, like uh, that kind of era of fantasy, and then I love those kind of role-playing games, too. So it's a perfect mix for me. That's awesome. Hop, besides your typical crack, what have you been playing? What, Destiny 2? I actually backed <laughs> off a little bit. Um, 
I uh, picked up Xeno Crisis, which is a uh, retro-inspired game. It actually, they actually published a cart for the Sega Genesis that you can order and play on a real Sega Genesis. Wow, it's that's a 16-bit cool. um, twin-stick shooter. Imagine Smash TV meets Doom meets Aliens. It's a total blast. Uh, I think it's twenty dollars on the Xbox Live and PS4. If you like those kind of games, it's totally addicting. They're a lot of fun. It has a cool progression system, fun boss battles, awesome music. John, I, got, I was, I had looked at it, and then when I saw John Litterman on Digital Foundry go over his games of the year, he highlighted that, and I was like, oh, it looks so good. Um, I also picked up Tekken 7 recently in the sale. I'm still really disappointed that it only runs at 720p on an Xbox One X. It literally is like the blurriest looking crap I have to play. It's kind of sad. I mean, Tekken 6 BC looks better than Tekken 7. That's sad. Uh, then I uh, soft modded my Sega Genesis Mini on Sunday and I installed a bunch of retro games. And one that I've been dying to play for years is this old shooter called Musha Leste by Compile. In the States, it was just released as Musha. You play this flying mech robot and it's a vertical scrolling shooter with just amazing for the time graphics and still tons of fun to play with great music. And then today, thanks to Duke, <laughs> he dropped a sale link for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And I jumped on it, and oh my gosh, that is the Star Wars meets Metroid game I didn't know I didn't have and always wanted. I've only played a couple hours. I'm totally in love with it. Uh, how about you, Finn? What you been up to? I mean, I've done a little bit of Destiny 2 and working on the DLC and then jumping in some Control and Iron Banana with you guys <laughs> every now and then. Yeah, but control. honestly, Duke and I were playing the other day, and right now... PvP-wise, this is going to sound blasphemy to some people out there, but PvP-wise, Destiny Control is my favorite PvP game right now out of everything I have to play PvP. Although I do like Battlefront 2 also. Yeah, um, it's pretty reasonable. Yeah, no, and uh, I do want to try Gambit. I still haven't tried it yet. So. Oh, dude, it's fun. All right, we'll, we'll play some Gambit soon. Gambit's yeah, a blast. sounds good. I like Gambit. We need All Sith, right. though, because he's like a god at... Yeah, that's true. Sith has the invader armor. That makes a huge difference. Um, and then I hop at you're just probably going to shake your head at me, but I've been enjoying PUBG. <laughs> and it it's still kind of has its issues with load times and whatnot, but it's it, it's fun. I've been having fun with it. I've been I, playing with some Havoc. Hybrid Havoc and Goo and yeah, uh, some other guys. I do miss playing with those guys. Yeah, I, I've never, I don't play with Goo anymore because I don't play PUBG. I, I do kind of miss that. Yeah, so it's been fun. Uh, they've, you know, they've been letting me suck and play on their team still, so that's good to hear. But it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's been fun. Um, however, I do think Hybrid uh, strategically always has to get off after about a match or two with me. So. <laughs> Probably so he doesn't scream. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it you know it's funny because I'm always looting and then I turn around and they're like I don't know seven kilometers away from me and I'm like damn it guys you have to tell me when you leave. Um, also, I played and beat Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Oh, you beat it now! Cool. Nice. Cool. I heard so many good things about that and that sequel's coming out. Yeah, series. I liked X. it a lot. I beat it 10 minutes before midnight. My wife happened to fall asleep about... Oh, on New, Year, on New Year's Eve? <laughs> yeah, on New Year's Eve. And I, uh, 
my wife fell asleep right about two hours before. And I was like, well, if I don't do something, I'm going to fall asleep and we're going to miss midnight. <laughs> so I was playing through it and I kept watching the clock. I'm like, I know this is the final boss. I know this, I got to beat it. I got to beat it. And yeah. That last bit was kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That last bit was, I didn't realize what they were actually wanting me to do. in that exactly. last Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that went longer than it needed to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> and then, uh, any like, quick amount of time i've been playing lonely mountains downhill which is uh a dirt bike bmx uh front view I, I don't know how to describe it but you face the camera has one point of view it's and, like the, it's like trials right it's like the trials game yes but you only look from the front and you can go left or right it's not side scrolling like trials oh is. i thought it was side scroll. okay yeah so sometimes okay. like you're controls when the camera change like when the bike changes its angle on the path right becomes left and left becomes right huh so it requires some finagling to maneuver through it but it's it's pretty cool and I'll, and I'll talk a little bit more about why i'm kind of addicted to it um in a moment but it is now time to talk about what goes on in tag some community things we have going on uh so, Optimus, tell us about Mondays. Monday night is game night, and we're mostly on the Xbox for now. Uh, Fireman's running. Uh, he's got the schedule up, so I'm going to read this off to you. This past Monday we did Battlefront 2, and there was a s- small but awesome group of us playing and screaming clone commandos. <laughs> um, next Monday, the 20th, uh, we're going to have Grand Theft Auto Online. The 27th, Human Fall Flat, and February 3rd, we're looking at Battlefield 5 for our Xbox game. Now, we usually try to pick games that are either on Game Pass or just really popular with the community, and we just, whoever can make it can make it. It's no obligation. It's just a good time. Um, And then we have that other night. What happens on Thursdays? It's always Halo night. We, uh, it's just fun. I mean, we play some Halo, we tag and bag and we enjoy the evening so you know it's we usually let anthem just lead us around and tell us what to do and where to go shoot our guns at and (laughs) and it's fun uh so halo on lately it's been a lot of reach uh through the mcc but if you want to come join us and you want to play five or uh anything on mcc just let us know we'll definitely play the last week we rotated halo 4 Halo Reach and Halo 2 Anniversary, and that was a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. I think and next week, we'll or this week, I guess, we'll do Halo 5. Awesome. Unfortunately, still no Rocket Hog. Yeah. I know. So, you know, so, you guys are talking about Philip K. Dick earlier, and, uh, you know, he's an author. He writes books, and we have a book club. So what are we reading this month, Anthem? This month, Tamzilla made the pick. She picked Emperor's Edge. It's a, it's a kind of young adult, um, kind of adult fantasy. Um, it's definitely written in a young adult way, but it's got some adult um, themes. Uh, but it's a really good book. I, uh, I finished it already, and it uh, takes off pretty much from in like with well within the first 10 percent of the book and doesn't really stop until the end so i really liked it and uh i hope our other members are liking it too 
All right. And last but not least, we have the Lonely Mountain Downhill Contest. <laughs> Goo uh, of Council Fame has announced that we will have this contest where on the very first trail on the first mountain in the game, if you post the fastest time, you will end a $10 gift card to your uh of your choosing for whichever system you play on or choose to spend the money on. If you get second place, you'll get $15. You do have to be of member status in the Discord server uh, to qualify for this. And then you also have to take a picture of your time and send it into through a private message on Discord. So, you know, go ahead, get on there, race down the mountain. I will give you a key piece of information look for shortcuts because if you follow the path you will never make it to the bottom fast enough um but yeah in case there's a tie there will be they'll just look at who had the least number of crashes but so far i don't think anybody's ever tied scores i think romano beat me by like eight hundredths of a second and that pissed me off enough to go beat him more (laughs) and nice yeah, I'm I'm really hooked on it, and I I have not turned in a time yet to goo. Uh, I don't think I will. I'll leave it up to everybody else to do that. But um, I think I set a time for one minute fifty nine seconds, and that's I think pretty good. I think I was ranked like one thousand out of everybody in the world at that point. So I don't know. Wow. I was hooked on it, and I still am. So. Anyways, that settles it for our community, and now it's time for us to get into some time traveling back just a few months ago, or a month ago when we were in 2019, and I want to talk about what is your game of the year? Now, it doesn't have to be like a game that came out in 2019. It could be a game that come out came out that you happened to have discovered in 2019, so what is your personal game of the year? It doesn't have to be critically acclaimed. It doesn't have to be accepted by all the mainstream medias or all the different people. Just tell me what you really, really liked last year, and we'll go from there. How, how do you guys want to do this? Do you want to do, like, round robin, just list off, you know, like starting with your, I guess, number five and work your way up, or do you just want to go for it? <laughs> Anthony and I both have, like, six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got some kind of, like, honorable mentions that aren't exactly game of the year, but, or like you yeah. said, where I just I mean, rediscovered, I have, sort of. I, I mean, I have the one game that, for me, was game of the year, and then I have a bunch of the other games that were, like, I really loved those these All games. Right. And, so, and a few of those we've crossed over. I mean, um... So go through your honorable mentions, Hop. Uh, well, first of all, okay, so I'll spotlight the two indie retro games that I thought were really awesome, and I'm really glad they're out there. And I both, um, you know, it was it was partially because of John Linneman from Digital Foundry highlighting them. I had looked at them on the Xbox Store, and I was like, I don't know if these are any good. And that would be the previously mentioned Xeno Crisis, and then also the sequel to... Contra 3 that we never got that we should have got it's called Blazing Chrome it's on Game Pass um, it basically plays like a long lost 16 bit awesome sequel to Contra it's, it's fantastic. A, it's a total run and gun blast 
Um, that one, if you have Game Pass, no-brainer, buy it or uh, install it. Check it out. It's If you like old-school gaming, it's hard. <laughs> I'll tell you that it's not easy. Uh, it's one of those games where you're going to die a lot and you got to kind of memorize the level. But it gets kind of funny. You're like, okay, that guy's going to jump out there, blow this up, grab this weapon, do this, kill this boss, make it to the next area. Um, you know, that would be my retro ones. Uh, that's kind of the bonus. And then I would say my number five was uh, Ace Combat 7. Uh, always loved that series, but somewhere around three or four, they kind of fell off into the weird world, and I didn't, I didn't play five or six. I didn't hear much good about them, but when seven came out, it got a lot of rave reviews. Now, I have not beaten this game yet. I don't even think I'm halfway through the game, but it looks really good. It plays beautifully. It's a lot of fun. If you're into flying at all, I definitely recommend checking it out. I think it was on sale like two weeks ago. I think the season pass is on sale right now. I may have to grab that because um, <laughs> I didn't buy that with the game. Uh, but that was a lot of fun. What about uh, what about you guys? What's your what's down at the bottom of your list? We'll work our way up, I guess. Um, well, <clears throat> like Fen said, the if if we're going by criteria where it didn't actually come out this year. Um, Halo MCC got a huge update. I can't probably, yeah. remember if it was like April or June or something, but it totally fixed like a ton of errors. And there's plus, plus we got Reach this year, and, and, right? And then later in the year, we also got Reach. Yeah, that was pretty. Um, which huge. was huge. That did, that did inject a huge shot of funness into yeah. it, the game. It not only yeah refreshed the game for me, but I think it also brought back a big population of players to the game. Um. So, yeah, both those games I, I really, really liked, and I've, I've kind of overplayed Halo MCC, and I'm kind of getting to the point where I've overplayed Battlefront 2 a little bit as well. But uh, they they had uh, some uh, refurbs, I guess, this year. That, yeah, Battlefront that really 2 pulled the like Rainbow Six Siege. The first year Siege came out, it was a total hot mess, and then they turned it around fairly quickly. Um and I've also got Star Wars uh, Fallen Order on my list. I haven't even played it yet, uh, but <laughs> I just picked it up today, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be in my Game of the Year uh, conversation, so I put it on the list, but it's not really... Uh, I can't. I, I just started it today, so I can't yeah. make that... Uh... It's a bold oh. statement. I haven't even played you yet, but you're on my list. That's uh, it's 2019 was funny because I had a, a lot of games that I really that I liked a lot, but it didn't have anything that's like gonna probably be in my like top ten or top twenty all time. But I had a lot of games that I really liked. Yeah, I think I think 2019 is one of those years where maybe it's not a all time year where you know all these games came out and they're like you know, all time greats, you know, what was it like 2000? Oh, like seven, 2009 or something like whenever like Bioshock and mass effect yeah. and like yeah. all those things oh, came out at the same time. I, I um, think this upcoming year is going to be really good because we got cyberpunk, which we talked about earlier and then halo six, which are, I think probably uh, for me going to be huge. Yeah. So, well, you know, my honorable mentions are two games that came out previously, not in 2019, but I got access to them mainly because of Game Pass, and uh, that's Wolfenstein 2, New Colossus, and Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. And Wolfenstein 2, New Colossus was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. It had a, I love the continuation of the story. 
Um, but, and it had some really cool, like, oh, oh my God, WTF, what the hell just happened? That's really cool moments. <laughs> That's how the first one was, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice is honestly, it has a caveat. Um, I didn't put it in my number one spot mainly because it didn't come out this year, but honestly, I feel like I still should put it in my number one spot as my game of the year because that game, it did something to me. It, it opened up a different understanding that I don't think I ever really have and still won't fully, fully truly understand in terms of like mental health and, and how some people deal with certain things that are just, unnameable if you will um you know it yeah play that game with headphones and it yeah. i i went like i had to go like 45 minute chunks in that game and stop because it started getting in my head twisted um the way that they do that and it it was it's a beautifully well-made game and i look forward to the second ver the second one uh hellblade sinuous saga so um man yeah it's a great game the combat's a little gets a little boring after a while um and i'll and i'll say this there's an enemy type that i forgot about a certain attack type with and i went through the whole game until the very end when i realized oh you can actually kick to open up their guard oh yeah <laughs> it made it really it made it much more harder for me than i actually needed so anyways great games um and then I just have my top three left, so um, I will. I'll start with my number three because it's actually the same as you, Hop. It's uh, Borderlands Three. Um, you know, loved it. Great game. Super awesome. Had so much fun with it, and I know I will continue to have fun with it. Um, and they, you know, it was more of the same, but they made fixes and added tweaks that made it even better. You know, so I loved it. It was you know, it makes my list easily, um, as one of my games of the year and I can't wait to keep playing it. Yeah. I mean, not playing it currently, I think because from the day it came out and for about six weeks, I played it every day for like four hours a day, something crazy like that. I mean, I put an ungodly amount of time into that game from the beginning. You guys know, I mean, I, mm -hmm. I think, I think I hit 50 days after kicked hit 50 which says something so <laughs> um and, and and i think the only downfall is i was so hooked on it that i might have overdid it because we would just um farm loot and it got to the point where i didn't have to i don't have really anything to look for right now for my character build i have all the right gear um, I love I love the character classes. I especially love Damara. She was a lot of fun. I tried a couple others. I, I made a Zane. I didn't have too much fun with him. But I really like playing Amara. The worlds are bigger. The planets. The gameplay's better. They patched the menu system. They still need to fix that crashing thing with the Xbox One X. That's kind of one of the reasons I've not been playing it lately. Um, and then I'll get to the DLC. But um, everything else, the gunplay feels better. It feels more like a modern shooter now and not mm. like borderlands 2 and borderlands 1 kind of feel like a classic corridor shooter there's not a lot of weight to the guns uh borderlands 3 the, it feels a little bit more like halo or destiny or um something where the guns have some weight to them like you feel like you're actually firing them and, and the melee feels a little smoother 
Um, definitely looks really nice. Uh, and uh, the co-op was pretty seamless. The at first, um, it's not a raid, I guess, the challenge that Malawan take down. That shit is hard. <laughs> uh, but and yeah, they just I, I revised it. I don't know if they made it harder. or. Uh, I don't know. I haven't checked it out. Like I said, I've been, I took a little break because I went so crazy with it uh, earlier this year. What are what are your thoughts on Borderlands 3 Anthem? You have it pretty high up on your list. Um, or is your list not in order? Are you, like, my list isn't really in order, but the one at the top of the list is definitely, we'll get to it, is my, my, my all-time game of the year. My top three are pretty interchangeable. I got Borderlands 3, Crackdown 3, and Outer Worlds. And I, I put Borderlands 3 up there because I think I liked it the most of the three. Um, Crackdown three was awesome, but it was a little. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. So, so. Okay, sorry. What are your? Um, why was so, Borderlands three so awesome for you? So Borderlands three, as you said, it was more modern. Um, gameplay it, wise, right? Gameplay wise, it was like it was super fluid. Um, it didn't quite have the same humor that Borderlands two did. Like it, I, I mean, I was dying laughing all the time through Borderlands two. Yeah, I would agree with that. The right the. The writer on Borderlands Two, uh, he was pretty damn funny. <laughs> Borderlands Three was was good, but it wasn't like that good. Right. Um, but the uh, the looting, the combat, and the enemies, and really the scale of the world was like really right. astronomical. Oh my God, it was and that, huge. And kind of those those factors. Um, the quality of life improvements too, like the auto ammo pickups, the yeah. auto cash yeah. pickups, the uh, easier. Uh, ways to upgrade and trade stuff. Yeah, that I forgot about that. That definitely is pretty huge for Borderlands Three. Yeah. So that that's pretty much the reason why, just like kind of those minor things. And it was it was also um, I appreciate that it was pretty challenging in some ways too. Um, it there was, was not... some awesome. There were some pretty awesome boss fights in that game. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and that and that's. Um, uh, I'll get into that later, but that's that's part of the reason why I put it as my number one. All right. Um, any other games that you're looking forward to? Forward to? Oh, um, no, looking forward to. I'm sorry, I got. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about the other one. Well, Anthem and I have this on our list, and we'll let's talk about Crackdown Three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Go. Go ahead. So, I mean, that was early in the year. I mean, I think we have a whole podcast yeah, episode <laughs> uh, dedicated to it. I to loved it. it. But yeah. I like old school gaming. So uh, somebody, I think, Fen, you, you sent me a link to this article about gaming trends, things that need to die. I don't like games with crafting. I don't like games with unnecessary fetch quests. I don't like, you know, I like something simple. I'm kind of a... I don't have a lot of time, so I like the game to be fun right away. Crackdown embodies all those things. From the minute you start the game, it's just fun. You jump around, you blow crap up, you get special powers, you fight bosses, you explore this crazy city. You feel like a superhero because you can jump, climb, fly, get upgrades. I mean, the game was just a ton of fun to play. It's very simple and kind of basic, but it, God, it was so much fun. And the world was just huge. Did it have the best graphics in the world? No. Uh, 
Did it have the best music in the world? No. Did it have a crazy ass announcer? Yes. Did you blow up a lot of shit? Yes. Co-op Did you get to play as Terry Crews? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the co-op was great. There were a couple of hitches in the co-op. I know there was a glitch at first and it screwed up my save, but they patched that later on. It was just that game just had fun written all over it. I know I know a few of us played a lot of it for a couple of weeks there. I played it. Anthem was playing it. Fen, you were playing it. I think oh, half a tag was playing it because it was on Game Pass. That was a no a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. Still haven't beaten it. Uh all right, well uh I'll see you later, Finn. I'm gonna get off now. <laughs> this is like the third time I've been fired from the show. <laughs> <laughs> um did I leave anything out, Anthony? What are what are your thoughts or what made Crackdown three um, game of the year for you? Yeah, you pretty much or, hit on the head the reasons why I liked it. I think the reasons why I don't have it above Borderlands 3 is that it it felt a little dated and like the aiming was kind of weird. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 for sure. I remember that. <laughs> it was a little small uh compare like obviously Borderlands 3 and out I mean, I so I'll get to Outer Worlds, but yeah, we'll Borderlands 3 oh, yeah. was enormous and crackdown 3 was not that big. <laughs> like the world was No, small. but it was fun and it was and it, and replayable. That was like, part of the reason replayable. that it felt dated. Um, but it was, it was just a blast. It was so much fun. I did like at least two playthroughs. I think I might've done two and a half. It was just nonstop fun. It was just ridiculous. I think that's what made it so cool. Um, I I hope we get another one, but I'm not going to hold my breath. I mean, that was (laughs) crackdown one was a miracle when it came out and I loved it. And then we got crackdown two, which was kind of like, uh, that one wasn't as good, but this one I thought crackdown three, I felt like was a lot like the first one. Well, Phil Spencer loves Crackdown, so I wouldn't say never. Oh right, no, no, I'm not. I'm not saying never either. I'm just not gonna like hold my breath praying for it. If it comes out, I'll be, I'll be excited. Yeah, and Crackdown Three had a lot of issues in development, right? Like I got yeah, yeah. Um, before we get to the one that's on all of our list, do you want to talk Anthem about your number four here? Um. Yeah. Sure. I. uh... I put Apex Legends on the list because I, when it first came out, I played it a lot, and then I got back to it a little bit recently, and I'm enjoying it. Um, in my opinion, it's probably my favorite battle royale game that I've played that's come out. I haven't played enough of Blackout, I think, to really get an official opinion, but I think it's definitely better than PUBG, and it's definitely better than Fortnite, in my opinion. Um, well, the paywall for Blackout for you makes it hard for me to enjoy <laughs> exactly that. yeah it's it's I'll, I'll say it's it's without a doubt the best free i would agree uh, with that yeah the best free battle royale yeah um, i think for me my favorite one is still blackout but if i had to pick one of the free ones it would be apex over fortnite or one of those other free ones <laughs> and uh and i've i've i feel like it's Another game that's gotten better is it's... Yeah, the out. recent update is, I would agree, is a lot... I've been playing it with you guys recently. Right. It's, it's the much, new map much cool. better. The, right. the new map's better. The they, I think they fixed the latency. It doesn't feel right. spongy. The, um, the latency was so was frustrating in the beginning. It, it basically is the reason that I stopped playing <laughs> the game. I think my only kind of caveat is that they sure don't seem to give you a lot of medium-long-range guns. Like, it's mostly yeah. shotguns and pistols everywhere. 
or like, oh. like a sniper rifle, which you can't, you have to use like long range. Right. Yeah. There's useless. not enough <laughs> yeah. assault rifles or long range SMGs to be found. If they could balance yeah, out, I'd probably be more into it. Of course, I, I'm I, not, I'm not an apex pro. So if you're an apex pro, feel free to uh, yell at us. <laughs> I have a feeling that they, cause I, I felt like there was a lot more of those when the game first launched. I, I have a feeling that they feel like those guns are overpowered and they make the drop rate lower. Yeah. Maybe. Um, well, I don't know. You know, the biggest thing is they have the best pinging system. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, oh, true. The ping system was awesome. And I, it's and good. You can yeah. tell everybody's going to probably use that. I mean, other games have implemented it. Yeah. They kind of, there's a semi-ping in, in Borderlands Black. 3. Yeah. There's, a, there's sort of a ping now in Blackout, but it's still not as nice as the one in no. Apex. Yeah, and I love how in Apex, like, it's contextual. So, like, if I ping yeah. something, Anthem can ping it and say thank you. Right. Like, the only complaint is it doesn't, when you ping something, it doesn't last more than, like, what, 15, 20 seconds? It's not It's, not it's pretty fast. Yeah. You're like, wait, I didn't even get yeah. over there yet. All right. Um, we got one that all three of us have on the list, and I'm pretty sure if it will, I, like, it was close. For me... Had it not been from my the other game on my list, this would have been game of the year for me. And I think you guys I all think, know what game. I'm I don't know. About. I don't know why I decided to put Crackdown three above it, but I think it, it should be two. Right, and and, yeah. and that's Outer Worlds. I mean, wow. Uh, who wants to start us off on why Outer Worlds was so good? I'll just start by saying Microsoft did something right by buying Obsidian. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the truth there. For I sure. mean. Because, I mean, I knew based on the advertising, like, this would be a game I'd want to play. You mm-hmm. know, it had all the vibes of Fallout and Firefly and, you know, all the things that you kind of science fiction that you wanted in a game. And so I was already sold on it, but getting to play it on Game Pass made it even better for me. Um, but my gosh, it. It has it's the humor it's everything just right i mean we talked about this on a show like it just the pacing the beat of the game the flow just is perfect and one of the things i love the most is you can literally create a character and use minimal bloodshed to make it through the game like if you wanted to you could talk your way through everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in fact yeah, the last 10, 10 sure. minutes Kick of the did game a playthrough where he did just that he did like three <laughs> playthroughs yeah yeah he well, did one where he broke the game and he was able to kill everybody in like one hit and he did a second playthrough where he spoke through the entire game without killing a single person and then he did a third playthrough where he was gonna do some he was gonna nerf himself somehow <laughs> yeah probably play with no party members which something like that yeah. yeah yeah well you that- can also turn your intelligence all the way down and you get access to dumb dialogue right <laughs> I didn't like, know that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're in the character creation thing and you put, I was just toying around. Oh, that's with it. hilarious. Yeah, it's. I never did it, but um, like I had my persuasion up to a hundred, and yeah, I managed to make it through the last ten minutes of the game without having to shoot a single person, and that was really cool. And I just got to the final boss lady, and I just told her what I wanted her to do, and she did it for me. So, like. It's cool. I mean, they 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 hit everything on the head. I mean, the worlds and the areas weren't super huge, so you didn't feel like you had to walk forever without any fast travel. I mean, it's just the gunplay was simple, but not Solid, completely. Though. Yeah, it was it wasn't. Solid. 
Yeah, I like how they did instead of uh, the open world approach, which can cause issues, crashing, item management, etc. They went for more of a hub world, which did two things. It made it a little more friendly to explore. The load screens were minimized. But because of that and because they were using the Unreal Engine, I mean, if you're playing it on a Xbox One X, the game looks freaking amazing. You're like, wow. And it just runs so well and yeah. so smooth. I think I had the occasional bit of slowdown when you were in like some of the crazier fights with some of the giant creatures and a bunch of other creatures and your party members getting involved. And like you might see a little bit of slowdown yeah. because of all the particle effects. But other than that, the game ran really smooth and i i didn't have any crashing issues any save glitch issues any bug issues any of the issues you'd find from a <laughs> game made by a different a very company. similar yeah um yeah 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 it's fallout but it's better it, that's really ah, i wasn't like. gonna say it <laughs> but uh the i had one issue with it which i think we've kind of alluded to and that is that it's a lot of people, I think, have had the same issue. It's it's so e it's too easy. It's way too easy. I mean, yeah, it definitely got. But I felt like that with a lot of RPGs lately. You start out and it's kind of really difficult, and then all of a sudden you seem over leveled after a while. I always try to with like first person shooter games. I try to uh, play the game from the hardest difficulty from the outset. Like, uh, so did you do Supernova? Uh. Well, I didn't do the hardest. I did the second hardest. Okay. I didn't want to do like survival and that shit. But um, it was oh, still. Oh, now it's too hard when you got to like drink water and sleep. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, but it was still like crazy easy. And so, like, I want it to be harder, but I don't want it to be harder where I have to like basically do a. Like, what are those games called? Like, like uh, that zombie game that's on Game Pass. Basically managing managing water and food and not really playing a game just being like a inventory system oh. that's, that's not as much fun but uh other than that the game was phenomenal it was so good yeah, Every, I mean, everything i want from an open world uh kind of post-apocalyptic sci-fi game i mean it makes you just excited maybe magic but. for what is going to happen next not necessarily outer worlds too but just like if Obsidian can hit it as an independent studio making this game on their right, own. Right, because that was actually right. That's actually before they were owned by Microsoft. Yeah. So now their budget's going to be crazy, right? It's, yeah. So it, I don't know. It's cool. Like, it's just, it's really cool. It was a great game. It, it hit all I the right thought, pieces. Yeah. And I thought, besides all the technical reasons, uh, another thing, and we kind of touched on this a little bit, but the character interaction mm. the dialogue the character <laughs> character quest some of the character quests were a little long but it really you got to really know the people in your party and what they did and what they were into and like some of sometimes too much like i was like i i, I don't want to know that wow um <laughs> so who were your main companions i guess in that game mm, i don't remember I liked the bounty hunter woman. Um, yeah, Nyoka. Nyoka. Yeah, because yes. she had that awesome. Yeah. I mean, she was just a badass. I liked. I used her a lot, and I used uh, Par Pavardi. Pavardi only because of her engineering skill. Right, a lot. right, right. <laughs> and then I used um, the kid that was like part of those thugs. 
Um, uh, uh, Felix. I used him because he had aggression against the corporate thing, and I was run. I ran the total like Han Solo, <laughs> like rogue with a golden heart kind of thing, where I was against the corporations and helping the little guys where I could. But sometimes I'd get into some scuffles and have to run away. You know what I mean? Um, I know some people. Uh, who was it? Somebody, somebody in our group did the total. Oh, Duke did Duke, the total like corporate run yeah. where he was yes. the corporate guy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I want to do one of those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. That would be make the game totally different. I wonder if Heartbreak ever beat myself. the game. Oh yeah, Heartbreak, he, was, Heartbreak was doing the super hard mode, right? Yeah, the, the survival Supernova. mode. Wow. Yeah. Um, Good for him, I guess. I would say I loved running with Sam for a long the time. The droid, I actually don't think I used him much at all. I think I used him mm-hmm. on like one or two missions where I had to. It's just, I mean, it's hilarious because, I mean, one, he had some pretty awesome interactions with Ada, your ship's computer. That was funny. He um, did that regardless if you didn't. <laughs> just, oh, I know. Just during the game. Right. I know, but like, so, but he was running around and he would have these like pre-recorded like advertisement messages that he would say as he's like stomping on a beast's face, <laughs> you know, talking about how Sam's your guy to clean up a mess. Um, <laughs> but there's this whole thing where like some of the characters, I would start changing the characters out that I was running with him because they would try to talk to him as if to see like if he had intelligence or like if he was artificial intelligence and it would always come out with these pre-recorded messages, but there was always this like faint, I don't know, like I always felt like the writers were having this kind of toy with like, you know, he has these pre-recorded messages, but he's using them to communicate all of like Bumblebee from Transformers, like using music mm-hmm. to communicate. So I don't know. It's just, it was really cool. Um, and then, Nioka and Ellie were my other two, like I really made with the doctor girl. Yeah, I, I I got her too. I didn't use her too much. Like her subplot quest, I started it and I was like, nah, <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna finish that one. <laughs> I uh, in those kind of games, I know that I tend to find two characters that I like and focus on them a lot. Like Just, the yeah, I think that's kind of what I did. I used the but, other ones when I had to. But I stuck I tr- with the ones that I Sorry. really liked. I tried to make an effort with Outer Worlds to not do that, uh, but I hated Felix, so I never took him out. Oh, I, I he think me. my uh, my three main people were definitely Nyoka and Pavardi as Hopsa because of the engineering skill, and then I used the Vicar a lot too, actually. I didn't like him either. Oh yeah, so <laughs> I uh, he um, I screwed that up early on. And uh, I am when the town, the first town goes against me because I mm-hmm. went to help the hippies, he attacked me and so I had to kill him. <laughs> so I never, I never got him on my team. So that's the one that's companion funny. I couldn't tell you about because I never, I never had him. I liked him because he had a shotgun or he was like pretty close range and I felt yeah, like I was yeah. always fighting close range. So that was the main reason I took him along. Yeah. Yeah, that game was awesome. All right. So then we've got a. Uh, one more game. Yep. One more Our number game. one game on the list. Hop, you've been itching <laughs> oh, to talk about two it. Two more, I guess. 
Who's got two more? You got two more? Well, I got Fen. I was thinking Fen's top game, and then I guess your top game too. Okay. So uh, we'll start with Hop, I guess. So for me, this is a game that I backed on Kickstarter like three, four years ago. It's by the legendary Iga Kogarashi, the director of the uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night and the uh, sequels that were on the Nintendo Game Boy Advance and Nintendo DS. And he left Konami, and he started his own game company to do a spiritual sequel to Symphony of the Night. Obviously, it can't be Castlevania, but obviously, what else? Bloodstained is, but uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's Castlevania in all but name. Um, so he put up a Kickstarter uh, because Konami didn't want to give him any more money to do a 2D Castlevania game. Sounds like a smart decision on Konami's right. part. So I backed the Kickstarter and I said, what could go wrong? Well, it took a long time. Uh, <laughs> there was a beta test like over a year ago on PC, and I'm glad there was because the players on the PC kind of reamed them and had them fix it up. And it turned out to be actually a really, really wonderful, awesome 2D Metroidvania game. If you like a game where you have to explore, collect items, you can craft, but you don't have to. That's my favorite when there's optional crafting. I don't like forced crafting to get the best stuff in the game. That drives me crazy. This game did not have it. It had optional crafting, and it was really simple. Um, but the more you explore, the more items you find. Um, and you will explore a lot because you will get lost. I tried to use very... I got stuck once, and I had to look at a guide, but I tried not to. I, and by stuck, I was like three or four days, and I started to get frustrated. I was like, okay, I'm going to look it up because I don't want to get mad at the game because I can't figure it out. And honestly, I feel like the spot where I got stuck was kind of kind of tough, and they, they should maybe patch that to be a little bit more straightforward on what you're supposed to do after a certain point. There was just that certain point in the game where I was like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Anyway, <laughs> I know a few people got stuck at another part in the game where they thought it was the end, but it wasn't the end, and they couldn't figure it out. That was also kind of tricky, but if you had played Symphony of the Night, that should have come as no surprise, because Symphony of the Night had a similar sort of thing. Um, mainly, it's just it was a beautiful-looking... It's a 2.5D, so it plays like a 2D game, but it's drawn like a 3D game, but it's very pretty and elaborate, really nice graphics. If you're on Xbox One or PS4, the Switch version <coughs> is kind of neutered because they were trying to use Unreal Engine on the Switch, and it just doesn't quite have the horsepower to make that uh, run as nice. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It had a great story. They're supposed to patch in. If you're one of the Kickstarter backers, and then I think as an optional add-on, they're going to give us another playable character pretty soon who is part of the story, and then I'll do a second playthrough as that character. But I really like that game. I'm glad it finally came out. I'm glad that it got um, tested well and, and uh, you know, the the player base was really able to make their voices known and they and it made the, a better game because you can look at the videos from their first preview and look at the game now and it's a night and day difference in how how good the quality is um, and it's everything that a Castlevania Metroidvania fan would want in that genre of a game so if you're even remotely interested you should check it out I think it's on Game Pass right now I want to say it definitely was for a little while, a little while Symphony, it, Symphony Unite Symphony of the Night is on Game Pass right now. I'm not sure if Bloodstain still is. Okay, yeah, if Bloodstain still is, you should definitely check it out. Um, yeah, but that was, for me, that was Game of the Year. I've been waiting for that game for a long time, and I love that genre. And that's part of the reason why I'm excited to get into Fallen Order, because Fallen Order is a 3D 
kind of a Metroidvania in the in the realm of Metroid Prime. So I'm excited to talk about that game probably next see, month. Bloodstain would probably be on my list if it didn't keep crashing on me. I didn't oh. see. I didn't have any of those problems. But I played I, it a I, little bit, and, and I it never it, crashed on me. I played it before they even patched. I think I beat it before they even patched. I played it like you guys remember. There was like two weeks where all I played was that yeah, game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I can't go like twenty, thirty minutes without playing it, and it keeps crashing. Now That's that was insane. at least a couple months ago when it first. Yeah, they might have patch. fixed it by now. So. I know there was one patch that caused a lot of issues, and you might have been playing it when it was that patch. I remember Seth complaining about that. Yeah, yeah, so it, I'm I was annoyed, and because it's one of those games like when you lose thirty minutes, it's oh dude, it's rough. Yeah, because it yeah. has save rooms. Right, agree, yeah. I agree. But um, yeah, I hope to put, finish it sometime soon. All right, so we got uh, we got your number one, Finn. Yeah, my number one is you know. It's definitely not many other people's number one, and that's Metro Exodus. And mainly that's more because of a nostalgia piece to it. I I played Metro 2033 and Last Light uh, many years ago and loved those two games and mainly just fell in love with the world and the main character story that he went through in those two games. So when Exodus came out, I was really excited to play it. And they kind of flipped the whole uh the whole storytelling upside down a bit and kind of go a completely different direction, which I really enjoyed. I know it was kind of offsetting to some other people, but um, it, it was just a good way. And, and unless there's something else going on, I'm pretty sure it's the conclusion. So it'll be a, in essence, a trilogy of games. And it was a really good way to close out the series and close out the story of the main character, Artyom. Uh, it was just, Wonderful. It has lots of bugs. It has lots of quirks to it, but it, to me, it was more about the story and the experience and the finishing of the story, and I got to see how it all ended, and I'm happy with it. So that is my game of the year. That's awesome. I kind of screwed myself with that game. I did the same thing that I was just telling you about with the first-person shooters, where I set it to hard mode. Uh-oh. That game's hard. Yes. Okay. That game is the opposite of Outer Worlds. I mean, it's already hard. <laughs> it's already hard just on a regular mode because right. you have to manage. I have your to <laughs> ammo and all. Exactly. I ran equipment. out of ammo instantly, and I couldn't. And I got stuck in this building, and there's creatures everywhere, and I couldn't leave. And I'm like, oh, all right, wow. I got to start a new playthrough because this. Is and not I'm just working. gonna go fetal and. Yeah. <laughs> So it was, it, it's cool, but yeah, I never. Yeah. That's one of those series that I never played. I heard lots of good things about. I installed Metro Exodus, but I had planned on maybe playing the first two, but I just never got around to them. So maybe this year, when I, when I'm not playing Fallen Order and whatever else comes out, I might get to it. But it, uh, I also really, really like the first two games. I probably don't feel the same love that Fen does, but I, I think they're great games. I, it's just the world. Like the games are not super. They're not the most polished, smooth running games in this in the history of video games, but they've gotten better each iteration. And Exodus, I think, overall is the best performance wise game and it's feel for are supposed to be amazing. Yeah, and, and the weapons good. feel so much better than they did in the first two games. But it, it's definitely it's just the story the world immersion was really cool and this whole idea that 
nuclear winter has taken over Moscow and everybody's living in these metros and then now these mutants are coming in and wreaking havoc was kind of cool and then that the the semi horror there's not it's not really horror but like you're walking through a dark unlit mm-hmm. metro tunnel and there's sounds all around you of some mutants crawling through the walls that's pretty spooky so yeah it's cool i mean it's just a cool world and then i've read the book uh metro 2033 and it just kind of sheds more light into the world that i you don't get in the game which is even better so i don't know it's like i said it's my game and fight me <laughs> nobody here's gonna I won't. fight you i won't right so um anthem i know we kind of put you on the spot with your borderlands 3 but was there anything that you wanted to add about borderlands 3 since that's your number one um i mean we talked no i don't know I don't think so. I really I, another thing I really liked about the new game uh, was the character classes. I thought they all seemed really cool. I've only played the Siren, but I think they did a really good job with all four of them. So yeah, I, I really I also really liked that you could change your elements on the fly. Yeah, that was awesome. Much much welcome change, and you can um, you can still respec your character at any time. I mean, and I sorry, it's probably the best co op loot game right now first person if you're really into looting mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean and it, that's not an mmo because right destiny is a little more mmo borderlands is strictly loot and shoot um it's more like a, a first person diablo than than uh destiny's destiny's like a first person world of warcraft light you know i would agree well gentlemen it, you know, as we said at the start of the show, it's a brand new decade. It's a brand but, new year. Wait, 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 wait. Surprise. Hops game of the decade. You ready? Oh. Ready? Ready? No. What is it? Borderlands 2. Oh! <laughs> Should have said I saw that coming. Uh, I'm just going to leave that out there. I mean, I can't. That's. I... If I looked at. If I looked at hours played in a game of from 2010 to 2020 or 2011 to 2020 it's probably Borderlands 2 maybe closely followed by uh now Gears was Gears 3 dead by then when did Gears 3 come out no, it was Gears like 3 2007 20, or something no 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 Gears 3 came out in 20, 2011 oh no yeah it was like 2010 2011 or something Gears 3 might be and, second uh yeah list. it's definitely not first it might be second yeah yeah but, but but because I played Borderlands 2 on 360 and then also yeah, it was on both yeah on Xbox One yeah. That's my sneaky if, game of the decade. I might have more hours in Borderlands 2 than I do in Sky. <sighs> yeah, know. Skyrim would be up there for me too. I played that a lot. But man, Borderlands 2. I mean, there were there were a few months where Dave and I just farmed loot midgets every Saturday Dude. for fun. Yeah. <laughs> for like five months, it felt like. Or, so, yeah. or six months. I don't know. It was a long, long time. Yeah. You got a game of the decade, Finn? Mass Effect 2. But, oh, dude, I could get behind that. Uh, that, that game was awesome. That game was awesome. And the crazy thing is it came out in 2010. So, okay. like, it set the bar for me. Okay. Like, wow, January 2010. That is... You might to, be right. It might be better than Skyrim. From, uh, I really know. liked Mass Effect 2 a lot, story-wise. But I played the multiplayer in Mass Effect 3 a lot. Oh, my God. That, or, that, yeah. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. But Mass Effect Two. I... Better story. Best. Best story. Oh best like characters. Best exploration. Best f you in the face ending made you so yes. like crazy. Like what? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I was last week. I was legitimately in between playing Skyrim or going and getting my Mass Effect Two disc and putting it in my Xbox oh. One and playing Mass Effect. I was like. That's crazy. Very strongly thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. I love that game. Outer I, Worlds reminded me a lot of Mass Effect 2 and 3 as far as how they did the characters. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's funny because we always talk about, like, when you guys said, you know, you always gravitate to, like, one or two char- companion characters. I just went Garrus Rex in my brain because that's pretty much who I ran with in the first Mass Effect all the time. But, no, Mass Effect 2, you know, it just... It brought my love for Tally. Yeah, Tally was... You know, she she has a special place in my heart at all times. Um, you know, but it... And then also Legion. You know, he oh. was a really cool character. Yeah. They, they introduced... I mean, I just... I still remember the cutscene when they show him for the first time and he has the N7 armor patch mm-hmm. on. Like, that was just such a cool thing. And, ah, uh, it's just... I think I ran through every playthrough I could possibly come up with and mained probably every single character or companion on a different playthrough. So it's just, it's beautiful, but funny story about mass effect two is, and I'll make this my last thing. Mass effect two is actually the game that gave my Xbox 360 the red ring of death. (laughs) (laughs) That's love. I, go. Well, no, I, th- no. Here's the thing: it gave it to it the first time I booted it up. Oh, so you know, like, this is not a spoiler, obviously, because it happens in the first five seconds of the game. You know, the part when the Normandy it pretty much essentially explodes, right? Yeah. For some reason, that part caused my Xbox to overheat <laughs> and uh, caused the red ring of death. And I went online and I went through all the chat rooms and everything I could figure out. I was like, why does it like my Xbox keep shutting down at this point? And I was reading that Mass Effect 2 it was causing all these failures on Xboxes and actually causing that soldering to really like fall apart because it was getting so hot because it was trying to handle all the, the rendering that it was, yeah. it was using the Unreal Engine. It was Engine a beautiful game yeah. Yeah, at the time. It was so, so good looking. So Miranda, yeah. oh, beautiful. Yeah, so I had to, <laughs> so I had to ship my Xbox in and wait like a whole month before I could go back and play Mass Effect Two. Oh it pissed gosh. me off so much. But yeah, that's my game of the decade. So, uh, yeah, that's. Feel free to let us know what your game of the year is. Feel free to let us know what your game of the decade for the last ten years were in the discord and you know you can come on to the adultgamer.com and join us in our discord server anytime you like and uh chat with us and we have a pretty lovely bunch of people around and you know yeah so Optimus, any last words where can they find you um you find me at the adultgamer.com uh under Optimus, right now my nickname is hop no joestar because i'm obsessed with jojos and have been for <laughs> 20 years um anyway uh and then you can find me on xbox live as optimus maximus with the one in maximus 
uh, hit me up if you want to do some Destiny for sure. Uh, control. <laughs> and uh, what about what about you guys? Uh, you guys can find me at Anthem Space PT three on uh, Xbox, and uh, that's pretty much the only thing I play. So. If uh, you're interested in playing Halo, Destiny, Apex Legends, I definitely am planning on going back to uh, Killing Floor 2 soon. I know that they just had a giant update. They added four new maps and a bunch of guns. So uh, probably going to be playing that a little bit in the next couple months. Hit me up. All right. Well, I am Fenrir765 on Xbox and on the Discord server. You can always go to adultgamer.com to find our links to get to wherever you need to be to chat with us uh hit me up on xbox and have a beautiful 2020 and decade of life that was just a terrible ending can i cut that out and start over (laughs) my wife is shaking her head yes so i should probably do that (laughs) anyways come find us at the adultgamer.com and we'll see you around peace Adios.